to two two sweet wrestling podcast ladies and gentlemen welcome back and welcome to episode 34 of the two sweet wrestling podcast yes indeed episode 34 34 episodes that is crazy to me 34 episodes but we're about to hop into four topics about to hop into the anti-hero is the anti-hero in is this generation with the anti-hero we're about to hop into that we're about to hop into pentagon and phoenix all right we're gonna hop into wwe are they trying to push too many pay-per-views too many specials at one time we're gonna get into that and i'm gonna get to nxt and Lucha underground and why wrestling wednesdays is the cure for me i'm gonna get right on into that first i'd like to say you can find me on youtube at omg corey b you can just type in the space bar, OMG space, space, Corey, space, B, and I am there. Feel free to subscribe on YouTube. Find me on Twitter, at OMG, Corey B, and at 2SweetPod. That's number 2, Sweet, P-O-D. Find me on Periscope, at 2SweetPod as well. And also, this will be on CastBox as well. Find me on there, at 2SweetWrestlingPodcast. So, excuse me. We're about to hop right on into this, and we're about to hop into the anti-hero. Look, in the ongoing debate of do faces and heels matter, I think it's a senseless debate because, I mean, why even debate it? Because we, we have face and heel. Does, do faces and heel really matter anymore? Are there any faces and heels? Of course there are. But there's an underlying current, an underlying storyline that has slipped right under our fingers, under our noses. And that is that this generation is in love with the anti-hero. Going all the way back to Steve Austin, when he broke out, people said that people just wanted to see that. They just wanted to see an anti-hero. They just wanted to see an against-the-grain guy go against authority. And I think that's where we are with this generation. And I'm, I just have a list set up here of the people of this year. And I could be missing people, so let me know if I'm missing anybody. Of the people that have gone from cuddly babyface to just anti-hero, ticked off, pissed off, wherever you want to slay them at. We got, of course, we got Becky Lynch going on right now. That is just phenomenal. She's in a phenomenal storyline. We got... Gargano, who went from lovable face to just crazy, deranged animal. We, went, we got Eddie Edwards as well. We got Bailey, who, if they would have just stuck with it, she would have been huge. Uh, and many more. I mean, I think there's a huge market. And we got Phoenix in there as well from Lucha Underground. They turned him from cuddly baby face to anti I don't even I don't even know if you can say hero but he's a heel now and it's working well for him. I think that's a huge market for this character and it's being displayed right in front of our face with what's going on with Becky Lynch right now. It's a shame that WWE is trying to go against the grain with it because every time they do something to go against the grain with Becky Lynch, she the crowd just cheers it even more. Like Excuse me. The crowd is just in love with Becky Lynch and they're in love with the anti-hero. I think that's a huge market for it. I think even somebody like a Kevin Owens, they certainly had their shot with Kevin Owens to turn him into an anti-hero, but they blew it when they had him quit and then come right back the next week. But with all of that being said, we are in the age of the anti-hero and I think that any face that's having a tough time getting over or any 
cuddly baby face that's not doing anything that's getting lost up in a shuffle they should go down this road with them because it's working very well for your Becky Lynch's of the world for your Gargano's for your Eddie Edwards and it is fascinating TV especially in the case of Becky Lynch I mean I'm just dug in to see what they do next with Becky Lynch because even though they keep fighting it we are going to cheer the anti-hero. She is the ultimate anti-hero and probably the most over person on the roster. So that we're in the age of the anti-hero. So we're going to move on here. We're going to go to WWE and are they pushing too many events at one time? Here's my narrative on this. Okay, we got Super Showdown coming October the 6th. We got WWE Crown Jewel on November 6th, and we got Evolution on October the 28th. My theory is that something's gonna get lost up in the shuffle. It's like when you're trying to do everything at once, nothing gets accomplished. And that's what we have here. And it is of my opinion that Evolution, the build for Evolution is about to get completely caught up in the middle, and it's gonna be a pay-per-view to where it just gets thrown together because we got WWE Super Showdown. They're trying to push that. They got the Undertaker Triple H going there. If I'm not mistaken, it's AJ Styles and Samoa Joe is going to be at Super Showdown as well. So they're pushing a lot of things there. Becky Lynch and Charlotte, if I'm not mistaken, at Super Showdown. That should be at Evolution, for goodness sakes. What are they doing there? And Evolution is just going to get caught up in the middle because... We're going to take all of this time going all the way up to the beginning of October to build Super Showdown. That's going to leave us three weeks after Super Showdown to build Evolution and four weeks until Crown Jewel. What do you think is going to get caught up in the middle? The pay-per-view or the special with the main title on it, the universal title on it, or the special with the women on it? Because that's what I think is about to go down. Sure, I think they're going to make Evolution a great pay-per-view and they're going to put some effort into Evolution but I totally think that it's going to get caught up in the middle. And that's a shame because we have some phenomenally talented women in this division. And phenomenally talented alumni in WWE as well. And I really thought that it was going to be a huge thing. Now, we have time going all the way up until the end of October to see how they build this and how they plan this out. But looking at all of these shows Super Showdown they're trying to do everything to build that they're trying to do everything to build Crown Jewel it just looks like Evolution is going to get caught up in the middle we just do not even have slated matches yet for Evolution outside of a couple I mean we got Trish Stratus and Alexa Bliss we have that match slated that's if Alexa Bliss can make it back in time she's injured and we have Mickey James versus Lita that's about the only matches that we have listed so far Everything else is being put into Super Showdown and Crown Jewel at the moment. So, here's the thing that I have. My whole thing was from the start, when they announced the Evolution pay-per-view, I said that they better put some effort into it or it's going to come off as a pay-per-view that means nothing. And it's going to come off as a pay-per-view that's thrown together. And if they're not careful... Evolution will be just thrown together. It'll be just another nothing pay-per-view. Just a blip on the radar if they don't put any effort into it. And if they don't put any effort into it, and it comes off as a nothing pay-per-view, they're not going to turn around and blame themselves. They're going to say, well, the ladies didn't draw, or it's the ladies' fault. And then, next thing you know, 
we may not have an evolution every year. So I'm hoping that they put some effort into it, but it's really depressing to see all these shows get pushed at once and not have evolution get pushed just as much as well. I'll give it a chance to see how it all plays out leading up into the end of, of October. We'll see how it all plays out. I'm hoping for the best. So as I can really use a glass of water right here, we're going to move on to Pentagon and Phoenix. I have to say that these are two guys that I love. And reports came out that they were on their way to NXT. Like, it was a done deal. And I was just sitting there like, oh, man, crap. I, mean, I didn't want that to go down. I'm about to explain to you why. But more recent reports have come out. Uh, notably from Wrestling Inc. saying that Pentagon and Phoenix will not be going anywhere in the near future. Uh, they are committed to Major League Wrestling in 2019. They're under contract with Lucha Underground, a no-compete contract with Lucha Underground until 2020. And to further complicate the matters, Impact Wrestling is in on this as well as they are giving a pay raise to the guys. They are no negotiating a pay raise with Pentagon and Phoenix. So I'm very happy that Pentagon in Phoenix is staying in Lucha Underground. They're staying in Major League Wrestling and they're staying in Impact Wrestling. I was very worried as to what would go down if they went to NXT. Because, okay, let's say for the sake of argument, they show up in NXT. And I believe that they could have had success in NXT. That's not more so the problem. The problem that I would have had is what would their careers have turned into down the road? I'm on Periscope looking at some live comments. Ah, hello. What would their careers have turned into down the road? Because going into WWE, I think they would have got lost in the show. That's just my opinion. Because we've seen so many guys come from NXT, have glorious careers, and they're just sitting on Raw right now. Have glorious careers in NXT, then get called up, and it's like, okay, they had a good debut, and now they're just lost in the shuffle doing nothing. And that was my huge, huge, huge fear for Pentagon and Phoenix. My thought was that they were going to change them, and by the time they get caught up to the main roster, they would turn into something that we do not know them to be. So I am happy that they didn't go to WWE. I don't think they would have translated very well. I'm happy that they will stick where they are in Lucha Underground, in Major League Wrestling, and in Impact Wrestling. They're doing some phenomenal things right now. If you're not familiar with those guys' work, just look up Pentagon, look up Phoenix. They're everywhere, and it seems like every match they're in is a banger, an absolute banger. Whether it's Phoenix, whether it's Pentagon, whether they're in a tag team, whether they are in singles actions, they are putting on bangers left and right. Doing great for Impact, doing great for Lucha Underground, doing some amazing things. I'm glad that they are staying right where they are. So we're going to move on to the last topic of the day. And this is just a personal one for me. Not breaking anything down, but I'm going to tell you about Wrestling Wednesdays. And on Wrestling Wednesdays, I mean NXT and Lucha Underground. I look forward to Lucha Underground NXT every single week because it's just the, the things that NXT and Lucha Underground pull me out of. I can tell you that I can be having a depressing day, a stressful day, a anything day, and it's Wednesday, and I know I'm going to get pulled out of it. Pulled out of it. 
Case in point yesterday, I'm sitting there last night. I'm watching, I'm taping this on Thursday, by the way. I'm watching NXT. I'm watching Lucha Underground. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this. Let's see what goes down. We have a phenomenal main event in NXT. And it rocked. Champion versus champion match. Ricochet, Pete Dunne. They had a phenomenal match. It was excellent. NXT was excellent. And then Lucha Underground came back and had one of the best shows of the year. Probably the best show that Lucha Underground has ever had uh, in the year so far. Where we had a surprise championship win by Martin the Moth. And it was just a phenomenal show. And I just got to tell you that wrestling for me is just personal. Because I complain about it so much. And I talk about it so much to where there are not many times to where it turns me into a fan. And on Wednesday, it just turns me into a fan. That's not to say that on Tuesdays, I enjoy SmackDown a whole lot. I enjoy it very much. I enjoy Impact Wrestling on Thursdays just as much as I enjoy Wednesdays. But it's something about watching two companies, two one-hour shows back-to-back, two companies go back and forth that is just magical. And when NXT and Lucha Underground knocks it out of the park, it is magical. It does great things for me. There have been times to where I've gone... Both shows, and I've, I watched both shows, and I'm just sitting there thinking, man, what was I so mad about? What was I so stressed out about? What was I so depressed about? And it's because these shows rock out. And not to mention that we have the May Young Classic going on Wednesday as well. I haven't got back into that, and I got to get into that as well. That's phenomenal, too, if you haven't checked that out. So that's what Wrestling Wednesdays does to me. It's very personal. I love it so much. And it is just phenomenal to watch. If you're not in on Wrestling Wednesdays, NXT, Lucha Underground, May Young Classic. Check it out on Wednesdays. It is awesome stuff. And I enjoy it down to my core. I need it on Wednesdays. It is just phenomenal. So that is it for this edition of the Two Sweet Podcast. Talked about the anti-hero. Talked about Pentagon and Phoenix. Talked about evolution. I hope it doesn't get caught up in the middle. I really hope that they get some substantial build for evolution going forward. I really want to sink my teeth into it. And I really want it to be a built-up show. Something that we can look forward to. So let me know your thoughts down below. Evolution, Pentagon, Phoenix, NST, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling. Let me know what you got on Periscope, YouTube. You can hit me up on Twitter as well. At OMGCorby and at 2SweetPOD. I'm out!